Think again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation that's been dedicated to social change for over 20 years. I'm Jennifer Burrell, and I'm your host today. Jacques isn't with us for this program, but I'm interviewing Marcella Brassett, who is Campaign Manager at the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre, or the ASRC, which is based in the west of metropolitan Melbourne. We're talking about the situation of asylum seekers and people on temporary visas in the time of the coronavirus. Marcella will also tell us about what the ASRC is doing to support asylum seekers at this time. So thanks for joining us today, Marcella. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. You're very welcome. So firstly, just for a brief background, a few words about Australia's approach to asylum seekers, even before the coronavirus. We know about the notorious offshore and onshore detention centres where people seeking asylum have been locked up for often indefinite periods, pretty much locked up without having committed a crime. This includes people holed up in a hotel in Preston currently, which was discussed on 3PR on Green Left Radio this morning. In the last few years, most people seeking asylum have been released into the community, which is great, but many have become destitute because they're not given enough money or even anything to live on. A lot of them have been getting by on casual work, of course, while waiting for their applications for refugee status to be assessed. Uh, But with the coronavirus or COVID-19, the majority of casuals have lost their jobs, which includes these asylum seekers. So uh, that's just a bit of context. So, Marcella, first of all, uh, to start with, can you tell us a bit about the ASRC and its purpose and history? Sure. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, So the the ASRC is situated in Footscray um, and we have... Uh, different programs uh, to to um, support people seeking asylum and refugees uh, from humanitarian services, which does casework, uh, including placing people in housing, um, uh, referrals for um, medical care, uh, frontline services like food mm. and um, health. We have a health clinic as well. We've got a human rights law program that mm-hmm. um, looks after people's legal rights and um, cases for asylum. Um, and we have our innovation hub, which is um, an amazing part of the ASRC that places people in work, um, education, mm. gives people opportunities, develop skills, English, um, you know, university, TAFE, etc. Um, and let me see if I'm forgetting there's so many of us <laughs> and we've got the mm. advocacy and campaigns team um, which I'm mm. part of yeah, so it's um, quite a comprehensive so, sorry go on uh, no no that's yeah it is a comprehensive service that we provide and we look after over mm. 6,000 people at the moment mm. in Victoria who are seeking asylum or refugees 
Um, mm. And the history really is that Con, our CEO, um, Con started it out of his, the back of his car with 19 people and he's built it from the ground, you know, for, mm. for the last 18 years into the organisation that it is now. For 18 years, it's huge, and that's a very comprehensive set of services that you've described to. Obviously, they'd be working very much in sync with each other as well. So, yes, um, so, yes especially yeah. advocacy, yes. So, can you tell me then, how are asylum seekers in the community faring in the current situation with the general lockdown due to the coronavirus? Well, I think people seeking asylum... Um, really are one of the most vulnerable people, well, group of people in Australia at the moment. Mm. Um, we, 16,000, around 16,000 people are, have work rights and are on bridging visas or temporary protection visas or enterprise visas and people are losing their jobs. Um, mm. Many of them, uh, most of them are in the city because people do work at jobs in retail or cleaning or cafes or driving mm. or security. Um, and most, a large majority of them do casual work. So um, mm. that is the, the people who are in work and are losing work. There's also a group of people who um, who don't have access to any safety net, like the uh, workers don't have any access to safety net, but also people mm. who are unemployed. Um, and look after families and children and elderly who have been cut off the safety net that was available to them called Status Resolution Support Services. Over the last three years, um, Minister Dutton has cut this um, this safety net from 12,000 people to just 5,000 people. Wow. So many yeah, of you, many wonder, of, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, I, you wonder how people could even live. If they're not having well, any income, how could they even live? That's right. So no income, no income support, no safety net. Um, in many cases, no Medicare. So people have no access to Medicare. Mm. Um, so what is the, the effect of this is that people are forced to rely on charity to survive and make ends meet. And many people are homeless, facing homelessness um, mm. and are extremely vulnerable. Yeah, oh, and, and especially even more so now, of course, with the coronavirus and also with the weather getting colder too, I guess. And there was just a program on 3CR just before about the plight of homeless people in general. So, yeah, um, yeah it's a but pretty serious situation. Um, on yeah. that note, uh, sorry, unless you want to um, make another comment before we go to some music? Um, no, not at all. Okay, so on that note, we'll turn to... Feel Your Pain by Kutcher Edwards and then we'll come back after the music and a promo. Understand, I took your 
Goongaroo Environment Centre is a grassroots community organisation campaigning for East Gippsland's precious forests. For over 15 years we've been using direct action, citizen science and community engagement to stop the continued logging of precious native forests and threatened species habitat. After this summer's terrible bushfires there's an even greater urgency to protect what remains and the Victorian government haven't ruled out plans to log the small fragments of unburnt forests and so-called salvage log in burnt areas. It's now so important that forests and wildlife are protected so they can recover. Head to gecko.org.au to keep updated with the latest news and to get involved. Gecko acknowledges the logging is happening on the stolen lands of the Gunakurnai and Bidwell and Monaro people and that sovereignty was never ceded. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial. 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. I'm Jennifer Perrell and today I'm interviewing Marcella Brassett from the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre about the work of the ASRC and how it's providing really vital support to asylum seekers in the time of the coronavirus. So, Marcella, can you tell us a bit about what the ASRC is seeing happening in the community with with asylum seekers coming to the ASRC for assistance and what the ASRC is doing to support these asylum seekers who are obviously in a very dire situation. Yes, thank you, Jennifer. Um, We are... So we're, we're talking to... In our employment program, we're talking to up to 30 people a day to support people um, when, uh, in the, the time of um, terrible crisis where they're losing their job mm-hmm. and they might have been self-sufficient, you know, might have been able to support themselves and their families but now are losing work. So we, we talk to them on the phone and we're still, um, you know, trying to find 
um, employment solutions for them. Uh, mm. We have a food bank. That must be pretty so difficult. That must be pretty difficult, um, Marcella, um, because there are so many people have lost work. That must be a real challenge. That's right. So we have to. We've had to withdraw sixteen of our brokered employment roles that we've advertised in the last two weeks. So there are really no jobs for people um, at the moment um, mm. and because people have no access to the JobKeeper package, um, they're mm. really out in the cold with nothing to support them mm. or um, keep them uh, in their housing or keep their families protected in the COVID-19 crisis. Mm. We're also, um, mm. our main, like we're diverting, you know, all of our resources to our central services, which includes health and food. Um, we're mm. um, figuring out how to deliver food to people's houses um, to protect mm. them in the pandemic. Um, you know, we're having hundreds of people come to us every day, um, new people come to us every day needing support with food and housing. So all of our essential mm. services, you know, are being ramped up and we, you know, are exploring how we can um, access the government's resources for charities at the moment so, as well. Um, sorry, can I just ask, Marcella, are you seeing um, people coming for help who you don't normally come to you for help? That's right, yeah. Because so new of the coronavirus. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. New people are approaching us. Um, we, we looked after 6,000 people a year, but new people yeah. are approaching um, us for our services, yeah. Yeah. And the housing must be very difficult too because, as we know, um, housing is a real issue anyway in, um, in, well, in Australia, but definitely in Melbourne metropolitan country area. Um, in, in Victoria, the housing is so expensive and there's very, very little affordable housing. So how are you going about helping people who can't afford their housing? Um, yeah, it's it's a really good question. Um, we have a housing service, and we're raising mm. money to actually pay for people's housing, and which is what we mm. do. Um, as people get cut off, um, people are still being cut off the status resolution support services right now because the mm. department is continuing processing people's applications. Um, mm. So yeah, so we we pay for people's. Um, housing and that you know as you know that's it's a really big um, undertaking oh. it's huge and what a time to cut off people with SRSS so you'd think as a minimum that would be one way of supporting people in this situation even um, ramping you right. think we'd be ramping up the SRSS like we are with the Centrelink payments that's right I mean I think the best thing for everybody is if the government includes all people in Australia, no matter what their visa status, is in Job Seeker and Job Keeper, because they've raised the rate for Job Seeker because they recognise that you know it's not enough to live on, but they're just not including people who are seeking asylum mm. or refugees because, as the Prime Minister says, he draws the line, you know, at helping some people, which is terrifying, really, because mm. the pandemic doesn't care about that. Um, so people mm. are really at real risk of infection and transmission if they don't have housing, if they don't have basic mm. needs for themselves and their entire families. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, the department's saying that it's not cutting people off, but, in fact, you know, that, that there's a loophole because as people people's claims get processed, um, you know, that, that's what happens to them. Yeah, you do even think even 
from a public health perspective what they're thinking because if you're trying to um, contain a very contagious virus, um, you wouldn't want to force people into situations where they have to be quite opportunistic where they live or in sharing with other people or overcrowding or being homeless. It doesn't seem very practical that way either. Mm. Yeah, like you can't, you know, you can't physically distance if you you know, don't have a house or have to move houses all the time or, you know, need to depend on charity. Um, and, of course, the situation inside detention is, is, is terrible as well in terms of, you know, the, the contagious nature of the situation there with communal eating and crowding. Um, yeah, so it's a, the yeah. people seeking asylum and refugees are very, very, very vulnerable to COVID-19 right now. So, um, Marcella, unless you wanted to add anything more about um, support being provided for asylum seekers, we might go to a promo now. Was there something that you wanted to add to that? Um, no, that's, I think I've said everything. Thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> Thank you. So we'll go to a promo now and we'll come back to you after that. Do you need to take a break from the abundance of COVID-19 coverage? Remember, 3CR produces a range of podcasts along with audio on demand and radio online that lets you curate your own playlist. Check out our website at 3cr.org.au for all the options. There are documentaries, specialist music shows, historical features and so much more. Take a break when you need to. Stay well and stay connected. 3CR, radio for the community since 1976. Hi, my name's Kath. 3CR's been in my life for decades. Each week I listen to my favourite programs. However, it's in a time of crisis that I really appreciate how important 3CR is. Often, this is when thousands of people are on the streets pushing for change. In this time of COVID, no one is on the streets. 3CR is more important than ever, keeping all our communities connected and informed. 3CR is a remedy for social isolation in this time of physical distancing. Good on you, 3CR. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR, 855 AM on your dial. 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. I'm Jennifer Burrell, and today we're lucky to have Marcella Brassett from the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre with us. We're talking about the situation of asylum seekers at the time of the coronavirus and how the ASRC is supporting them. So, Marcella, I know that a lot of 3CR listeners are very sympathetic to the situation of asylum seekers trying to survive in our communities. Many, I know many would like to help, but they don't know how. Do you have any advice or suggestions for these listeners? Absolutely. Um, so, at the moment, we have we are working together, you know, with nationally with um, unions and. Uh, community organisations, human rights organisations to advocate for people to be included in the job seeker or job keeper payments mm-hmm. or for some safety net in, like the SRSS to be provided to get people through. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
So we'll be launching a campaign soon called Don't Be Left Behind. Um, and that's oh, sorry, can you repeat that? Don't be left behind, did you uh, say? Nobody left behind, sorry. Oh, nobody nobody left, left, behind. left behind. Yeah. Um, and so that that is a campaign for the entire movement, um, the refugee movement. So look out for that hashtag and look out for that campaign. Mm. Um, the ASRC submitted, we had um, Senator Rachel Seward actually tabled our petition in Parliament last week with 20,500 signatures, which I'm sure there's um, many mm. of your listeners have signed that petition. So that yep. was really powerful to be part of that mm. debate in Parliament. Um, the next Fabulous. action that we've got, yeah, the next action that we've got is um, we're asking, so Josh Frydenberg, now that Parliament's not going to sit um, uh, indefinitely or, or until um Morrison decides that it's okay. Um, so it, Josh Frydenberg, mm-hmm. um, MP, has got the power to amend the JobKeeper um, package. So we have got um, an action where we're asking people to email or phone his office, especially people who live in his electorate, but everybody because he is the treasurer, um, to ask him to change, um, to amend the package to include workers on temporary visas and bridging visas. Um, Mm. And the other action we're asking people to take is to call or email Anne Rustin, who's the Social Services Minister. Um, Mm -hmm. And Senator Rustin also has the power to amend the Job Seeker um, uh, package or the Safety Net package to include people uh, from refugee backgrounds. Um, So I can... there are I've got some links that I can send you if you would like to put it up on your website, um, but if That's you go fantastic. to a, yeah, mm-hmm. if you go to ASRC um, our main website, um, you will see the actions that we've got um, on our website. Then we've also got an action for detention to put in a complaint to the health minister uh, that keeping people in detention is a public health risk. But also, of course, the ASRC has an emergency cash appeal at the moment and we understand that everybody's doing it tough, but if you can support us with a donation to keep providing food, housing and healthcare for people during the crisis, we would be most appreciative. And if you go to our website, you'll find how to do that too. Mm. And for people who... Um, there are some people who aren't on the net and just listen to the radio and use their telephone. Is there? A, um, can they ring up the ASRC? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, you can ring up the ASRC. I just, I'm actually um, probably just need to look for the number. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> that's okay. No, that's all right. We can put that on. We can put that on because the program's a podcast, and we can put that information uh, along with the podcast as well. So um, great. Um, yes, um, were there, so there's quite a, a lot of campaign suggestions there um, and even people who aren't hooked up to the net, of course, they can ring uh, Senator Anne Rustin, as you suggested, to amend the job seeker package. And, um, and also you were saying, well, donations would be very welcome to help with food, housing, health care for asylum seekers. Do you have yep. any also- need of... Um, yeah, go on. So also to support our advocacy work as well um, to make, you know, try pressure the government to include people in, in the JobKeeper and JobSeeker. Mm. And um, if there are, have you got any, um, any um, need of volunteers or do you have enough volunteers already? Well, that's a really good question. I mean, we do, we are 
we are looking for volunteers for our food bank, but we're not exactly sure how we're going to operate mm. that at the moment. Mm. Um, okay. Um, but also because of physical distancing, etc., mm. we, you know, we, 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 well, my volunteers, people who volunteer for the campaign team are working from home. Um, but mm. we welcome, you know, anyone who would like to, to support us. But the main thing we need is our central services and because of physical distancing, et cetera, we understand that that's difficult, but also still welcome mm. volunteers. Um, you yeah. can email um, volunteer volunteers at asrc.org.au. Okay. Um, and it's also I have got... Yeah. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Jennifer. I do have the number that you can call the ASRC um, to make a donation. It's one three hundred six nine two double seven two. One three hundred six nine two double seven two. Thank you. That's fantastic. And um, I'm also wondering if there are asylum seekers listening to this program who um, don't know about you yet. They can obviously contact you as well and ask for assistance. Um, yes, um, yes, we do. We do have an intake line. I'm just so lots of phone numbers, but I will get that phone number for you too. Um, okay. We do have our general reception um, line and intake. I should have warned um, you beforehand. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. No I can put these all. on our. I can put these on our web too. Yes, no worries. I'll just. Um, I do have the reception. Um, just a moment. It's okay. um, 9326. Uh, 6026. Precarious situation and very serious situation of asylum seekers trying to survive in our communities. And also, thanks for the continued support that the ASRC provides for them. I also want to thank Leanne, who pulled this program together from the 3CR studio while Marcella and I connected remotely due to the coronavirus. So, thanks so much. And thanks, staff at 3CR, I should say, have been amazing in keeping programs during the, um, going during the coronavirus while also keeping everyone safe. So, I know they've been working around the clock to do that. Uh, so that's the end of the program for today. Uh, thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio with Jennifer Burrell and guest Marcella Brassett from the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. Remember, if you want to send us a message or ask about anything from today's program, you can email Borderlands. That's borders at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line. This and past programs are also available by podcast and through the... 3CR website. Meanwhile, stay tuned for the following program, Jailbreak, which gives a voice to prison inmates, their families and friends. To bring us into this program, we have Change is Gonna Come by Kutcher Edwards. I was born by the river in a little tent Just like the river I built Running ever since It's been a long A long time coming But I know 
change gonna come Oh yes it will It's been too hard to live But I'm afraid to die Cause I don't know what's up there Beyond the sky It's been a long, long time coming But I I go to the movies And I go downtown Somebody keep telling me Don't hang around It's been a long, a long time coming But I know change Say, brother, help me, please. But he winds up knocking me down. Back down on my knees. There's been times when I thought I couldn't last for long. I'm able to carry on. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.